Hello everybody. Welcome to another car chat. Murray was going to say hello, but then he got very concentrated on driving. Just some wild individuals on the road. School holidays at the time that we yeah. are recording this. You'd think they'd be a little bit more relaxed with their, their family in the car. Anyway. Welcome. Hello. Welcome to this Open Mind Space podcast car chat. In this episode, this chat, um, we're talking about this idea, this sentence. Don't allow our support to become a codependent relationship. Yeah. Or, in general, any support. And support referring to uh, practitioners, teachers, this idea of giving your power away to someone else or relying on someone else to fix you, to make you feel good. Yeah. It can... Yeah, it's... It's strange when you begin to rely on that support for you to feel good in life. Uh, And you know, on some level, there's some codependent behaviour going on, especially if um, in between sessions, in between connecting with that support person, um, you're not actually regulating yourself. Mm. You're actually building it all up, holding on to just like, looking forward it's like I have to get to that session with that person yeah so only really allowing yourself to feel good or to feel like you're achieving something or that you're moving forward when you're in the presence or having the release of emotion Mm. because this is that just on that topic that's something that you see in breath work that um, or you've shared that if people aren't having the big crying shaking tremoring release then some people hold this story of well nothing's really happened well there's a lot of within that, that yeah within that scope of breath work there's like a, a lot that can happen it's um, like the feeling of having that release that cathartic emotional release can feel so good especially for someone that has not done that for quite some time and they're like I need more of that and then what we see is the opposite to what the goal is Mm. and then in between sessions they um, don't allow them to express emotions whatever they are within that present moment and they build it all up and then when they come in for a session then there's this big wild cathartic release of everything that was happened for the last week or two Mm. and then they go back out and they're like good to go again and then they let it all build up so yeah, so this idea of uh, when you are quote unquote doing the work, mm-hmm. um, being mindful of are you actually are you actually doing the work, or are you relying on others to do the work for you? And also on the other side of that same coin is uh, what I've noticed too is like um, the support person um, can sometimes be insecure themselves maybe financially and um, don't actually want you to leave they want you to keep coming back maybe it's like and maybe something within them they haven't resolved or looked at themselves and it's maybe completely unintentional but they continue to hold you in a space where you need to keep recycling 
all of the stuff to keep you in that space to make you believe that you need to keep coming back on a regular basis. Beware the Beware the person, the guru, that says, I hold all the answers <laughs> and I am the gateway to all the answers. Rock roll. Rock roll. Um, yeah, so just being mindful. And maybe this is a, a moment for you listening to evaluate if you are um, if you are working with someone. Support is super important. We all need support. We all need a, a community connection. And for particular experiences in our life, we need someone who is educated or experienced in an area to support us through it but take a moment now and if you are regularly seeking support is it you off handing off responsibility for doing the work is it you saying hey uh, can we just do this 90 minute breath work so I can release the steam and then I'll go back to how everything was or hey can you just do this Reiki session and remove this thing from me and then I'll, I'll carry on uh-huh. so being, are you leaning into that like just fix me just fix me or are you going for the support of look I've been on loop with this story and I just I'm in the thick of it and I can't see my way out can you shine a light on it for me can you assist me can you assist me yeah. in this moment because I'm in it and I need someone who's outside of it to say, hey, here's the exit door so that I can walk through it. Beautiful. So what does it look like? What is the, if you're working with someone, uh, like what's your scope, what's your plan for the person if they're working with you for an extended period of time? How do you regulate that codependence? Are you asking me? I'm asking you. Well, yeah. the first the first thing that, I do is well it determines if it's a a chronic experience or if it's acute so what I mean by that if it's something just in the moment um, often the way I work with kinesiology is we really just need the one session to work with any one particular issue unless it's um, quite big in terms of traumatic scope and the body can only handle kind of chipping away at it we can't do it all at once So the first thing I do is I muscle test. I ask the body, I ask the client's body and being what's required. Are there more sessions required around this issue? Uh, Do we need to come back? What does home support look like? What does homework look like? So that's the first thing that I go on. I ask the, the client's body and being. Second, I offer homework. And if there is a pause or a hesitation around doing the homework, then we're probably not going to have another session because you're going to come back exactly in the same place. Maybe maybe not quite as deep, but pretty pretty close to. So if there's a hesitation around homework or, or a strong resistance to homework, not interested. Um, and then thirdly, I empower the client. I say, ultimately, it's up to you. Here's what we've gone through. Here's what I've muscle tested with your body and what your body says. Now it's up to you. And, uh, yeah, give them the power to choose. Mm -hmm. For the way I work, unless, of course, the body says, like, we need to do another session or it is something that's chronic and requires multiple sessions to give space for the body to, to approach it safely. Outside of that scope for me, it's like you come back when when you need that extra assistance. Clean up. A little clean, I'm the clean up team. Yeah. A toothbrush. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
get that toothpick right in that grout. Let's, let's get that little speck out. So that's how I work with it. And then I also am very comfortable to say no. Right. So um, if people reach out to me and they say, oh, or if someone's had a session and then they go, okay, I want to book in for two weeks' time, there's the question, like, why? Why do you, and actually, no, I think you should wait four to six weeks or actually let's just see how this lands and then get back in touch with me yep. in a few weeks here's the homework yeah what does that look like yeah what about for you how do you yeah it's very similar it really does depend on the person and uh, what they're looking to work on mm. um, and I can really get a gauge for that like the first session is like the one-off it's like the initial console and the session where I get a really good understanding where they're at, what they're um, looking to work on. And if it is that uh, you know, more severe end of trauma, then um, I create, I look to create more space. Because, mm. uh, yeah, I feel like those sort of, like you're right, you, you can't really rush that, that just the gentle and chipping away is fine. Um, but I, I also like, I just speak directly to it. And I, I let the client know right from the beginning my goal is to get you to a place where you don't need to come and see me anymore. Yeah. And I'm very clear. Like I say, and I say it like that, so they're aware of where we're moving to right from the very beginning. Um, and it's the same. Like, um, for instance, after the initial session, then they get the opportunity to come back and work with me more intensely. Um, and I've found that in the beginning, having sessions closer together and introducing stuff that they can do in their time to help regulate their uh, emotions and nervous systems in, in real time. And I know, like I can just tell if someone is doing that or not when they come back. Mm. It's super clear if they have or haven't been doing that. And then the idea is, as the sessions go, we begin to space them further and further and further apart until we just go, well, let me know when you need to come in for a... For a top up. Or a rinse. A rinse. <laughs> we'll uh, put you in the tumble dryer. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, um, I'm extremely clear about it in the, in the beginning is that that's my goal. Yeah. And I really feel like with these types of modalities that self and yourself use is it is very much like that it's it's giving the power back to the client mm. like they're they're doing the work right from the very beginning and I think that it filters through everything that we offer at the open mind space and what a lot of our teachers offer as well especially in the specialized workshops uh-huh. is here are some tools yep. whatever those tools may be so like we have the practical guide to manifesting which is not just about like bank accounts and um, cars and houses and all those kinds of things it's about a series of tools that allow you to regulate your being on an energetic primarily energetic level so that you can stay in alignment that creates a life of ease and flow yeah they're tools that you walk away with that's not something that you have to keep coming back to us for. You have that information and then it's up to you to be disciplined enough to keep, do to keep doing it. Uh, there's 
all of the asana workshops it's you learn it and yes it's great to have a teacher to keep advancing you but ultimately like you have to commit to your practice you have to show up and do it daily meditation practice we can guide you through but you've the one you're the one that's got to press play you've the one that's got to carve out time and sit down and do it um so i want to it was actually today in in real time who knows what today is when you're listening to it (laughs) but um we had one of our amazing members share with us i feel like they went full cycle full yeah, let's um, just say they're a part of the community. They're a part of the community. Yeah. Yeah. I think they've entered into a whole new realm of that's moved past just being a member. Oh, right. Community, family, there we go. crew, Omi, connected. <laughs> connected. <laughs> connected to the entity that is the open mind space. Um, and they shared, they went and had... A deep experience we were able to guide them they, they were looking for a deep retreat experience and we were able to guide them to facilitators outside of us mm-hmm. and their initial response was but I trust you guys like I feel <laughs> safe with you you're my people and we had to share well yeah but we trust them you're yep. safe with them and you need to um Leave the nest. Need to leave the nest, and need also to go now. get out. Yeah, you have. We have taught you all the tools that we have. Yeah, you've got them all. all. You have. You have the toolkit. So when you go to that te- deep retreat space, you can draw on all of those skills. And they came back from that experience, sharing deep gratitude. Just like you were so right. I had, I had all of the toolkits I could navigate that intense experience Mm -hmm. um, which was really beautiful to see because that's the goal of we want to support people in creating an easy life for themselves not for us to be holding your hand the whole way through it and our idea like as we work with people is like we only have so much yeah and then we have people that we work with that have you know we can say more than us or different um, offerings or scope of works and so when like we've come to our edge and our limit of what we can offer why would we hold on yeah why wouldn't if we want if we truly want the best for the people that we work with there will if the person is willing to continue to turn up and show up and do what they need to do keep up their end of the bargain then there's going to come a point in time when we have nothing more to offer yeah so holding on to them would be codependent. It Absolutely. would be this fear of letting go or not having whatever that is or mm. state of um, ego. But um, yeah, there just comes a time when it's extremely obvious where, bye-bye. Yeah. Here's where you need to go. If you're willing, if this is really what you want to do, then this is what you need to leave us and you need to go and see these people. Yeah. And that applies to the whole scope. That's just not like the one-on-one work. That's that's even with the yoga with yoga classes. Every there comes a time where you're like, oh, I think I've completed my cycle here. I think I've learnt everything I need to learn, or I think I've experienced all I need to experience. And I think it's I'm being pulled over here. I'm being called over there. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Follow that. 
which I think we've touched on in one of our episodes about building communities of not holding onto people and not owning onto people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when we lean into this idea of um, don't let our support become a codependent relationship. And because- don't become caught up in, with facilitators that are codependent on you. Yeah. It works both ways. Yeah. Yes. Mm. <laughs> and you can feel it. You'll know. I'll take a moment to feel it. Of uh, you've got to be. Well, I don't know. It comes in many different forms. But yeah, you feel the intention. Yeah. You feel the energy of whether it's coming from someone saying this is my value and what my time is worth and this is the exchange we're in, or uh, give me your money. Yeah. <laughs> And of course, like it varies for the individual. So I will say that if you know you have some um, acute or severe trauma, then the time in which you're going to be working with a practitioner for is going to be a lot longer than someone that's like my nervous system's just a bit dysregulated. Totally. Yeah. So understand that there's nuances to it. Look at you using using multi-syllable words. <laughs> else you want to share about this idea of Mm. support potentially becoming a codependent relationship probably somewhere in me (laughs) I think it's um, it's a big topic yeah I think it's okay as well to when you have a teacher or someone you're learning from or a group you're connected with and you feel like you've gotten all you out all you need out of it it's okay to say I'm done learning in this space but you're still allowed to be connected I I think that there's some there's some people that I've come across that have done like different courses with me or workshops with me and they've said I I think there's no more to learn Uh it's like that's okay I'm not going anywhere yeah I don't cease to exist (laughs) just because we don't have weekly zoom chats or whatever that may be like I still exist you can still say hey totally that's fine. So permission to um, still be entwined with people that you admire, are inspired by, connect with, even if it's outside the realms of how you initially connected, whatever those boundaries look like as well for you and the practitioner. Totally. Um, yeah, but don't be afraid that if, as a client anyway as a as a attendee don't be afraid that if you don't feel like attending anymore but you still appreciate that person that just because you're not attending means that you no longer hold value in their world right if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah mm. so yes to you listening if you've listened this far what are we we're 20 minutes in <laughs> take a moment now and just really check in do you use the tools that you've learnt and if you've been hanging out with us for a little while do you use your muscle testing or your pendulum Mm. do you have a daily meditation practice do you move your body regularly do you use EFT tapping when emotions are intense do you explore breathwork or Reiki or kinesiology when you feel like you need support in shifting it when you feel like you're in a rut in a cycle Uh 
how do you utilize all of that in your own time, not when someone tells you to? Yeah. Sweet. Good chat. Good chat. Till next time, friends. See you on the next one. Toodaloo. Toodaloo.